Welcome to Bet Some, Get Some. My name is Matthew. Wonderful to have you here. I've got four great bets for this week in college football. The season is wrapping up quickly, which is very sad, but it's been an amazing season. So grateful for that. I've got four great bets, but first I want to talk about last week. It was a rough one with Bet Some, Get Some, but I can explain why. I was right about Michigan beating Penn State. I was wrong about Iowa against Rutgers and Air Force against Hawaii. Why was I wrong? Because I parlayed those last two picks. I said Rutgers was going to beat Iowa and the total was going to go under. I said that Air Force was going to beat Hawaii and the total was going to go under. So I had two combined bets and I knew for sure both of those games were going to go under. I didn't exactly know who was going to win the Rutgers-Iowa game. I was pretty sure I knew who was going to win the Air Force versus Hawaii game, but not totally sure. What was I totally sure about? I knew that both of those games was going to hit the under. So I should have been disciplined, remembered that parlays are very rarely a good decision, and I should have just bet the under on both of those games. It's a learning experience. It reinforces the idea that you should really stay away from parlays unless you really need cash quick or you're absolutely sure about every element of that parlay. If you're not, just go with what you know. And I knew those two games were going to hit the under. I should have stayed disciplined, but we move on and we learn. Four great bets for this week in college football. University of Washington versus Oregon State. UW is a two and a half point underdog. And the money line is UW plus 110. Check this out. I can, ex- I can understand why the odds makers did that. UW is 90th in the nation, worse than 90th in the nation in run defense. And Oregon State, check this out, number one in the nation with their run blocking offensive line, number three offensive line overall. And the weather's going to be 50 degrees and rainy at the time of kickoff, which means a pass heavy team like UW is probably going to struggle. The ball is going to be slick and wet. We might see a few more drops than usual. Who knows? But that's likely to occur. Corvallis, Oregon. When teams go down there to play, that's a cursed environment. Really rowdy, passionate crowd. It Again, bad weather this time of year. And you look back historically, Pete Carroll, when he had his elite USC teams, they always struggled and a few times lost when they went to Corvallis with everything on the line. So that's something to note. Also, the last four or five times Washington and Oregon State have played each other, it's been a very close game, one possession game. Two years ago, Washington lost to Oregon State. So that's something to keep in mind. But I've been studying recently in my persuasion class, inoculation theory. And inoculation theory basically means if you warn somebody about an oncoming threat, they will be more equipped to handle and resist that threat, fight off that threat when it actually comes. It's sort of like a flu shot. You give somebody a flu shot, they are introduced to an oncoming potential threat, which is the actual flu. And when the flu actually comes, your body knows how to fight it off because it's already been exposed to it. I think UW falls under the category of inoculation theory. They know now. The odds makers think they're going to lose. A lot of the public thinks they might lose. 
they've been exposed to an oncoming threat and because of that they will be better prepared to resist that threat and overcome that threat washington with the money line plus 110 is too good to resist i think the washington's going to win this game they're incredibly talented explosive and i don't believe that they're going to lose until they face oregon in the pac-12 championship on paper it does look tempting to bet oregon state but we roll with washington we take great value in the plus 110 money line and we move forward with some extra cash in our pocket moving on colorado and washington state what a disastrous season after such a promising start for both of these teams my goodness washington state my school really struggling and not quite as flashy not quite as talented as colorado Deion sanders brought in a lot of really good players not enough to be excellent but a lot of really good players i think colorado's got better quarterback play and you're getting great value again with plus four and a half being the spread with colorado i like that a lot i really do again the talent balance the talent scale is in favor of colorado washington state seems defeated to me they went undefeated into their bye week and lost every game since i just don't think they've got it i think they are defeated and feeling depressed as a unit i think a lot of players are probably going to transfer if they have the opportunity to continue playing for a power five school I've watched every Wazoo game this year and the vibe just seems beat down and sad. Colorado is going to pull this game out, take Colorado plus four and a half. And I know that I said don't do a parlay, but gosh, over under being 62 and a half, neither one of these teams can run the ball. They're amongst the worst in FBS running the football. And they both are pass-heavy teams, which means the clock is going to stop a lot with incomplete passes. Probably going to be a lot of touchdowns because neither one of these teams have good defenses either. 62.5 over-under is the steal if you choose the over here. And again, Colorado is just more talented. I don't think they're as beat down as Wazoo is. They're moving on to another Power 5 conference, Washington State pretty much is guaranteed to go to a greater five conference take colorado plus four and a half and i know i just said don't parlay but also parlay that with the over 62 and a half unlv versus air force over under 47 points air force runs the ball every single play it's not going to be an over under of 47 it's going to be the under it's been the under pretty much all year for air force other teams just don't have enough time to score enough for the over-under to be something like over 47 points. These are these are long drives by Air Force, nine-minute drives, low-scoring games, no passes thrown. The clock is going to run very quickly. I've said this before. Don't really need to say it again. An over-under of 47 points, that's a steal. Take the under 47 points for UNLV versus Air Force. Finally, Iowa versus Illinois. Over under 30 and a half points. Take the under. Iowa, all year except for I believe one game, maybe two games, two games, it's been the under. It's going to be the under again. The only thing that makes me hesitant is I think it's Cooper DeGene, 
not exactly sure. I wonder if that's an an Amish uh, name. Isn't Iowa like one of those Amish states? Not totally sure, but Iowa versus Illinois. Their best player for Iowa is Cooper DeGene. He's a cornerback, and uh, he broke his foot. So he's not going to be playing in this game against Illinois. Illinois has been doing a great job passing the last couple weeks, but even still, every game except for two, it's been the under with Iowa. Man, these are just very low-scoring games. Iowa, pretty much the best secondary in the nation. Outside of maybe Georgia, outside of Michigan, they're they're right up there with the best secondaries in the nation. We're not going to see a lot of scoring here. Let's go with the trends. It's going to be under 30 and a half points. I know it's only 30 and a half, but it's going to be under 30 and a half points for this Iowa versus Illinois. Did I say Illinois? I messed up. My brain is thinking too fast. It's late at night. Iowa versus Illinois. Take the under 30 and a half. That's the show. I look forward to speaking with you next week. Until then, take it easy, and I hope I make you some money. But again, this is an entertainment show. I've got to say that. This is Bet Some, Get Some. My name is Matthew. Peace.